there anyone at home? Anyone at all? <laughs> you know what song I'm talking about? No, I've never heard it. It's called Comfortably Numb. It's a Bye. Pink Floyd song. Ah. Should we crack some beers? Yes. Been waiting Stone all day for this. Delicious mixed pack. So we got three different beers here. I started the recording, by the way. Okay. Just kind of naturally started. Yeah. That's the yeah. best way to do it. Ganya and I may or may not have just. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> may or may not have just eaten. Uh, this is a family show. A Minnesota legal. Are you? Are we going to start with the same beer? Street legal. Should I mean? Why not? And we can rate them together. Yeah, sure. We have a variety pack. It's the, called Stone Delicious. Oh shit! What? Seven point seven, bro. These are All diesel. Oh my gosh, the double IPA is 9.4%. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Well, that's a good thing we only have three of them. Yeah. All right. So by the end of this show, we might be <laughs> slurring. We might be crushed. <laughs> cheers. Well, cheers. It's all right. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's not too hoppy. It's delicious. Stone delicious. Stone Delicious IPA. It is pretty delicious. So we just ate five milligrams of an edible, and now we're drinking 7.7%. <laughs> I had two and a half because I'm a pussy. Yeah. No, you're not. I mean, you're not a pussy, but you just didn't want to have as much, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I will say I like the uh, edibles more than smoking. Well, yeah, definitely yeah. more than smoking. I've never been a good smoker of just like anything, like yeah. cigars, cigarettes, whatever. I love a nice cigarette. Joint. <laughs> I love a good cigarette, dude. <laughs> cigarettes have never sat well with me. I've never had them like so. That's not true. I've definitely had a sober cigarette, but like you have. Oh yeah. When? Well. In, sober cigarette yeah in, in college i bought a pack one night and the next morning i had like two left and, and it was just, just a sunday and i just, just had, had to them. take them down i just had them so <laughs> <laughs> might as well yeah yeah and if you got to take a pee or anything during this we can always pause it for, for sure way. i don't know how exactly how long we'll go i usually just kind of let go. it go for sure just like we did with max yeah so this is your second time it is welcome back thank you i do want to address something i said on the last podcast uh i said that uh there's nothing on twitter to make money like there's no ads uh i've had the app for a longer period of time now there's definitely ads on it <laughs> <laughs> lots of ads there's lots of ads like every other tweet is an ad <laughs> yeah and even when it's not an, like a blatant ad it's still an ad yeah <laughs> yeah twitter has changed a lot though well i think i said this the last time i hadn't had it since high school but i just downloaded it like literally two two days before we did the last one because elon had just bought it yeah yeah and i wanted to see like what was going to happen a half of America deleted the app or got off Twitter and then half the America got back on probably yeah. kind of evened itself out. To <laughs> yeah. Be they didn't, they didn't lose any net followers or net users or anything. That was pretty genius by Musk though, to buy that. I mean, every, I feel like every like politician has, um, their own sort of 
outlet, not every politician, but like every party, I guess, has their own outlet, right? Their media outlet. Where Elon Musk, you mean like Fox is like Fox is, is Republican, Republican CNN, CNN is Democrat. Yeah, like Twitter is kind of just free reign. <laughs> Twitter is, and he owns the free people. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump started tried to start his own Twitter <laughs> once they banned him from Twitter. Yeah. What was the? What I was can't that remember called? the name of it, but dude, did you see that? Um, what's her name? Lady Gaga, her dog got stolen. No. By some dog walker. Really? And she offered $500,000, no questions asked, to whoever returned the dog. Yeah. So the girl who stole it, stole the dog, returned it. Lady Gaga refused to pay her the five hundred grand, and now the girl's suing Lady Gaga <laughs> for not paying her the five hundred grand because she stole her dog. I mean, does she have a legal leg to stand on? I get. I don't know. I mean, apparently Lady Gaga said no questions asked. Yeah, but I mean, the dog. Like, is that like a, a contract? Like requires like two yeah. willing parties, right? And if, I don't exactly know. It if, sounds like extortion to me. <laughs> yeah, definitely sounds like she's probably not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but what an odd thing! You're just stealing famous people's dogs well, to get well. Was to get she some like? Payouts? Was she like? Um, like, you know, the app that connects people to dog walkers? Is that where she, like, um, came from? Because, I mean, if if you were, like, hard up for cash and then Lady Gaga's dog, like, comes across your, like... And you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to steal this dog. Yeah. Uh, what is that called? Like, walk or something? I don't know. Or, um, I don't know. They send you a lockbox. Yeah. The reason I know that is because I signed up or right. whatever. And then they sent me the long bo- lockbox. And yeah. I just used it to get the lockbox. Yeah. To get the free lockbox. <laughs> and I never did a walk. <laughs> That's hilarious. So count that as a win, I guess. Rover is what it's called. Rover. Rover. That's it. Definitely. Yeah. My my brother actually uses that now. Yeah, but what a bizarre. I mean, what do you think? What do you think about that situation? Lady Gaga says no questions asked. Now she starts asking questions. Kinda BS. But also like Total BS. Well, are we sure that the lady that brought the dog back is the one who stole it? I don't know all the details. I listened to Portnoy talked about it like three or four times last week Mm -hmm. um, in a couple of his podcasts. Yeah. And I thought it was just very absurd. (laughs) He always takes such a hard uh, take on things. Well, he was like, Lady Gaga has to pay the $500,000 and then death to the girl who <laughs> stole the dog. <laughs> who stole the dog, yeah. Well, dude, he, was a, he had, like, a little chihuahua with his first wife that, like, he loved. Who? Portnoy. Oh, so he's, he loves he's an dogs. animal lover. Yeah. Which is so odd. I know. He's such a, like, hardline dude. And then, like, he's got, like, a soft spot for little chihuahuas and stuff. <laughs> but he's, like, not because he loves, like, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Like, does he or does he just respect her? Loves her. Loves her. Like a huge Taylor Swift fan. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very odd cat, <laughs> but he's entertaining. That's for sure. Well, I think he's entertaining because like you said, like he has always got a hot take on something and I can't tell whether that's the way he is or like, it's just the way he's got to be to get eyeballs. I think it's a mixture of both. Probably. A lot of this, you can tell when stuff is like scripted or well thought out before. Yeah, and his definitely isn't. But I think he's aware of the fact that if he wants attention, 
or like to drive viewership yeah. like he's got to take a stance i mean the, he did just about anything it took to get famous in the first place oh dude totally he copied everything justin bieber posted on social media for like an entire year (laughs) (laughs) and did what with it just posted it to his instagram so whenever justin bieber would post something dave portnoy would post the exact same thing just in dave portnoy but so like if justin took like a sexy underwear picture dave would do the same thing (laughs) (laughs) it's hilarious dude but now i mean he's worth so much, much do you know how much did they get bought for by pen i don't know dude it doesn't matter it's so much money mil? it's so much money i think it was like five four or five hundred mil yeah and but they didn't own they owned 49 percent portnoy well no because there was a i'm not sure how much he owned at that point churning yeah there was 51. another deal before that churning owns 51 right oh you know what pen, pen probably bought from churning then they bought from both. They bought 100% of right. Barstool. Right. They own it all now. But like the other 51% like came from churning. That's what I'm saying. So if they bought it for four or 500 million. Right. So then the Barstool guys would get 250 to divvy up. Right. Yeah. Which is still, that's so much cash. It's a great payday. I mean, it's kind of crazy because we saw that company. For a podcasting media company. Dude, it blew up when we like... I first heard about it, I think, my junior year of college. Some of my buddies on Instagram, and they would repost funny stuff. Yeah, my buddies would be like, "This is your sense of of humor. You got to listen to these guys." And I'd be like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll give it a shot." And then I did, and then I started liking it, and then you know, following it. And they, dude, back then they were just doing Zoom calls back and forth. Yeah, they still do, but that was it. Like, they didn't have any podcast equipment back then. They were literally recording off Zoom, I think. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's this huge media Mm. conglomerate. It's crazy. But I don't know. I I think they're pretty entertaining. Some of the people in it, at least. I mean, I like that they take shots. Definitely. You have to. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't land, but like, you know. Doesn't always have to land. Yeah. As long as you do stupid stuff to get people listening or watching or whatever it is. Yeah. What do you do that's stupid to get people listening and watching? Did you hear the episode a couple weeks ago that I posted? I labeled it uh don't watch this episode or don't listen to this. I saw that, but I haven't listened to it. Oh my gosh. Dude. No spoilers. You can't say anything. <laughs> I shouldn't say anything. But the beginning is pretty ridiculous. Is it? Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know if people thought I was like serious or if they understood that I was obviously just joking around, Mm -hmm. but, um, there was only one person that reached out to me. (laughs) So I was like, do you think people must've thought I was serious? (laughs) And I didn't post it on social media and it still got like a decent amount of listens. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to it. I, I, and it's right at the beginning. I did no advertisements. It was just, uh, Mm mm-hmm. Don't. I mean, I can, yeah, you, you just have to listen to it. Yeah, I don't want to, don't ruin it for me. It's a little absurd. Well, now you're, don't tell me because if you tell me, I'm not going to listen. And if I'm not going to listen, well, you're I wouldn't not gonna be able to listen. tell you word for word anyways. Yeah. But it's me singing and like playing the guitar, but I'm like making up lyrics to a oh, song, to oh. like this random beat. Gotcha. And like the lyrics I thought were like kind of funny, but they're also like pretty relatable. Yeah. Um, 
So that's why I think some people might have thought it was serious, but I was literally just messing around and I was playing, I think I was playing like Wagon Wheel mm -hmm. and I messed up the lyrics and then I it said to myself going. while I was, I just sang like, I messed up the lyrics and then <laughs> I just kept on going yeah. for five minutes straight. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I guess that's what I do. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that. You got to start doing stunts on social media. You know, yeah. you, should, you should challenge Jake Paul to a boxing match. Dude, actually, something. So this is something I brought up to Jackson. I was going to bring this up to you tonight. I want to do a skit um, for YouTube. Okay. About wives starting a podcast. Like two wives start a podcast. So like but, imagine Amy and Carissa doing it. Exactly. Yeah. But we are the ones in like oh, pretending to be pretending them. Pretending to be them. In like wigs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Kind of like that SNL with uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and David Spade when they're in the, the lunchroom or whatever and Chris oh Farley's eating all the fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it dude, would be a lot different than that, yeah. but like same concept. That would be funny. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Dude, you should release um, Too Close for Comfort. Too close for comfort. You remember when you you were just start, starting to do this, and you came over to yes, Jackson. That was, yeah, and, yeah. When we, I mean, we like you and Jackson were the first ones I ever recorded with. Yeah, and the, we were just squeeze, squeezed together like on this one table, and you called it. Oh, it, we were squeezed together so we could be in the camera. I'll be in the yeah. camera. And I you have those on YouTube. Oh, you have it on YouTube. They're just private. You can't see it. You can't see them. Yeah, we were on video, so. Yeah, I uploaded them to YouTube. Yeah. I didn't know how to edit anything. Yeah. And I think some things were said that. Well, it was our first experiment at it, so it yeah. was probably not that good anyway. I think it was, a, yeah, it probably wasn't that good. Yeah. That's one thing that I realized after doing, like, those trial runs with you guys, and I did a couple other trial runs is that one it's very hard to pick up sarcasm yeah. on a podcast yeah like so if you like try to be funny or like try to make a joke yeah and you're not in the room because i feel like half the sarcasm is maybe facial expressions too 100 percent. yeah <laughs> yeah um and then i would go back and listen and be like ah oh, that did not land at all and i thought <laughs> that was hilarious when yeah. i said it yeah um so that's kind of why like I almost shied away from, I guess, the goofier side yeah. of me when I do these podcasts. But that's kind of also why I stopped posting on social media is because I kind of want to lean more into that side of myself. Sure. And you, just... You definitely can find a way to be goofy, though, because, I mean, dude, there's so many people that do it. Yes. And... It's like all the podcasts that I listen to are comedy podcasts. Oh, me too, dude. It's And I think awesome. they're hilarious. Do you listen to Anus? Anus. A new untold story. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's well, hilarious. Who is it? It's Kyle Bauer and Nick Kyle Tarini. Oh, Nick Tarani? Nick Tarani. Oh, the Barstool guys? Yes. The two weirdos? Yes. <laughs> They're so funny. They are funny. Dude, they, I know who they are. I every never, episode. I didn't know they had a podcast. So every episode, it's like they're in like the 300s or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll look up the area code and they'll find the mayor on Instagram of that city. And Kyle will do a fit check. On the mayor. 
up of his Instagram. Yeah. So he'll go up and down. He'll be like, he'll find the sweater the guy's wearing and say, he found this at JCPenney for $34.99 <laughs> with the new era Boston Red Sox hat or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it cracks me up. But that's like, you know. She prepares that entire thing for the... You know what would be kind of funny? So you obviously, we were talking about this earlier, but you like Tom Segura. Yeah. Have you ever listened to his podcast with his wife, your mom's house? Oh, yeah. I was listening to that this last week. Dude, they're hilarious. But uh, they do this segment called Horrible or Hilarious where people send in clips of people like getting hurt, like a skateboarder, like, you know, grinding and then the board like slips and he hits his nuts is it horrible or hilarious and dude there's some videos that they get that are like actually horrible like this dude one time was wasted and jumped off a roof and you could basically see his like body crunch like oh my gosh and tom's a psycho (laughs) and so he thought it was funny and christine was like i can't believe i married you (laughs) (laughs) there the one i was watching i think was when her his wife was almost like puking at the end of the episode. Yeah, dude, they watch some intense videos sometimes. Yeah, and Bert was almost puked. Bert was on it too. I don't know if it was your mom's house or if it was two bears, one cave. But I think it, it was your mom's house. It's probably your mom's house if they're watching videos because right. that's kind of their thing. Yeah. Um. But, <laughs> dude, and the uh, um, your mom's house. Um, actually, no, it was on two bears, one cave. Did you ever see the clip of Bert and Tom playing tennis? No. Dude. So they challenged each other to a tennis match, and Bert rolls in all fucking hungover and shit, right? And <laughs> Tom has a tennis coach. He's actually been, like, practicing for this. And Bert's got, like, 105 mile an hour just nails serve. See? He's and just got the... swept Tom. And Tom, at the very end, just breaks the crap he actually out of does r- have the whatever the mickey mantle gene the mickey mantle gene yeah dude he's like a freak athlete yeah yeah I, they even talk about it. rogan talks about it all the time how I, Bert's I, a freak athlete I, I think he i think they he's got like really good hand-eye coordination yeah or something like that and there's a lot of heavier set people that are like that yeah i know a lot of heavier set people that are just crazy coordinated yeah like they might not be the fastest they might not be able to jump the highest but the coordination is there yeah it's always fun yeah playing with those guys like in baseball you see it all the time the big hitters or whatever prince fielder yeah prince fielder um guy can barely make it to first but he's playing major league baseball because he just rakes dingers and prince fielder had wheels too he was fast oh really yeah he was like he had to be what 275 pounds yeah he was enormous bro three bills he was massive but he could scoot really yeah i guess i've never even watched him run i've just watched yeah, him he would like dingers. swipe bags nah yeah like steel bases. no i swear they must the pitcher must have been throwing fucking 70 then <laughs> have you been watching any of the spring training no dude uh i uh i haven't been watching much of like sports at all like I have no idea how the wild are doing. You don't watch it at work, obviously. They don't have the only TVs that are in there are like running promos. Right. I don't even think we have a TV in the store. Yeah, why would you? People are there to play music. Yeah. Bro, today it was a zoo. It was so loud the entire time oh, I was really? there. Just people playing dueling Metallica. riffs. <laughs> 
<laughs> How annoying is that? Well, you kind of just got it. I mean, but when it's like when it's loud like that, it's usually busy. You guys have a no stairway to heaven sign. <laughs> That's so cliche, but I do it all the time. Isn't that from just Wayne's to be World? funny? Yeah, yeah. I play stairway all the time just to be funny. If someone's Dude, like asking no stairway. me, yeah. <laughs> if somebody's like asking me to like tune up a guitar for them real quick, like I'll start playing it and like just like smile at them, and then the, it'll get a laugh sometimes. I was gonna say twenty like, percent <laughs> of people know that joke. Yeah, <laughs> and it's usually older men. But the one guy who does, it's like yeah, hits home. Yeah. <laughs> They give you the good nod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate your sense of humor. Yeah. But, dude, it, it can get hectic in there. And today was one of those days where it was just like I didn't stop moving the entire shift. Didn't stop moving just like well, it's just selling like, to different people or just going up, seeing what people need help with. and Both, yeah. Well, I mean, like, dude. Because you don't check people out, do you? Yeah. No, yeah, I do. You do the whole nine. Yeah. If so, like, from my Beginning job, of sale to end. Yep. Hand them the receipt and everything. Yeah. Okay. So I guess people probably don't even know what you do. I don't think we explained last time. So no. if you want to just say that. So I am a sales associate at the Guitar Center in Bloomington. Um, basically just describe my job, figure out what people need, help them out. You know, if, I mean, dude, half my job is diagnosing problems sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll sell somebody a guitar and they'll come back in two weeks later and just be like, hey, this isn't like something's up. And then so it's part of my job to like, you know, keep the sale and maintain that relationship, figure out what's going on. Most of the time it's an easy fix and I can do that. But we have a technician at the store that if it's more complex, they'll get it done. Yep. But I mean, I do work on guitars. Like, you work on them in your free time. Yeah. You're pretty good with guitars. Yeah. You built a stereo, didn't you? Or uh, like not, an amplifier. An amp. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of been a. I, my original thought was if I can get this thing to work, and I can sell it, like this could be a nice side gig. I haven't got the thing to be reliable at all. Yeah. It keeps going out, and I think it's just because it was my first try at it, and my soldering technique, like the, you know, the joining of the joints, mm -hmm. the metal joints wasn't uh wasn't good enough and so there's just issues with it but when it works it sounds great i'm gonna go give blue law a nookie all right i don't think there's been one episode i've recorded without a baby crying in the background well i mean you got two of them it's kind of par for the course that's all right i think the people understand i could probably cut it out somehow but i'm not crazy tech savvy you don't need to that's also another reason i got off social media so I could learn this stuff more. Learn how to use the creative cloud yeah. Adobe. Is that what you use? Yeah. Adobe Audition to record and then I use Premiere to do the video stuff for when Amy and I do a quarter hour. Oh, you video that? Yeah, it's on YouTube. No. Nice. Yeah, I think our last one got like nine views. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. Are you selling ads yet? We're absolutely crushing the YouTube game. <laughs> selling ads yet? <laughs> The one before break, that, I think, got 12. Break me off a piece of that ad money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're always so funny because we always end up bickering about something. Yeah. Um, but we always kind of resolve it at the end. I mean, it's just like any relationship. Like, there's always, like, a little bit of a grappling match. Yeah. But you always figure it out. Dude, Jackson was very upset with me a couple weeks ago. What'd you do? Uh, 
Oh, it's what I didn't do. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, I think he might have mentioned this. He, uh, I, it was during the snowfall, right? He just got a snowblower. And one of the snowfall days, um, I mean, I still had to work. Yeah. So I went into work. Maybe and, he didn't mention this, actually. And he, I think he w- was upset that I didn't help him shovel. Uh, but so he's he got, got a snowblower. So did he get done shoveling? Oh, you continue. You continue. Sorry to interrupt. Well, so I went to work and like, you know, the driveway was, you know, full of snow. Pause. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah. How, how's she doing? She's hungry. Oh. I can always tell when she's hungry because she sucks extra hard on her nookie. <laughs> she's looking for the, what do you and Amy call she's, it? The... The, the, the charger. Oh, it, it, I think sometimes I call it, call it a charger, else. or she'll call it. Um, I don't know. The cow. <laughs> the udder. <laughs> the udder. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a little crude. But um, continue with your story. Sorry. Well, so I mean, so he has a snowblower. He has a snowblower. That's you kind didn't of a go one, out there and help. I didn't go out there and help, but it's, but I was at work. But it's like, what do you like? Even if I was at home, like. Do you want me to just sit off to the side and shovel while you're snow blowing? Like it. So was it about snow blowing? I think he's stressed about other things. Like, did he bring up anything else? Was there anything else involved in the conversation, or was it? Well, just, you, you didn't help me snow blow. Well, there was a couple things that like happened months before that came out, and I think like he what? was just frustrated. Um. He said that I hadn't been helping pay for toilet paper and stuff like that. Ah, and ah, classic roommate. Uh, yeah, just roommate squabbles and stuff yeah. like that, and stuff that Ketchup, I thought we had resolved. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Or, like who's that was taking so, the garbage out the most? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think he would just. I mean, and I talked to him later that day, and he was like, "Yeah, sorry, I was kind of heated." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the things, moment. I mean, that's what happens when you hang around people a yeah. lot. Totally, dude. I mean, it's there's just, nobody I can be around indefinitely right. without, you know, bumping heads at some point. Right. I mean, when we lived together, we bumped heads every once in a while. <laughs> dude, that one time I didn't know you were home and you were napping and I started oh, cranking started Zeppelin. Cr- but I didn't get mad. No, you weren't mad, but I hate doing that to people, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was... I think I, like, walked out and I was like, dude, are you serious? Yeah, you were just looking at me and my... <laughs> Dude, you, you didn't even say anything. You just were looking at me. And I, I was like, dude, I'm right. It took me a second to, to even sleep. realize that you were even there because I was kind of locked in. I think in. you were actually turned the other way and I opened up the door. Yeah. And then you turned around and you're like, oh, crap, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you must have parked somewhere else so you didn't even see my truck or something. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would have known that you, like, because didn't you park in that front driveway? Or no. I think we were... Your car might have not been at home for some reason. Yeah, I don't exactly know. But I I didn't think you were home. Do you want to go get Lula again? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Lula needs her mama. I think Amy's coming down. Cool. Yeah, she is hungry. That's for sure. Mom's being a super mom, putting Wrigley down. and. How long does it take to put Wrigley down? Mm, depends on the night. Looks, I mean, what time did she put him down there? 8.30, so half hour. A lot of times I'll spend like 45 minutes to an hour in there with him. Really? 
Because, dude, you, it's hard to leave when he's, like, talking and yeah. interacting. And yeah, you finally have him sitting. Like, during the day, dude, he doesn't stop moving. Yeah, he's always trotting around. He's running, sprinting everywhere all the time. That their dude, their little walk run thing is so funny. So it's just like funny. it's just like their feet are barely making it off the ground. <laughs> he had we gave him some brownie today. So he had like a, this sugar, sugar high sugar rush. Yeah. Dude, sugar affects kids like crazy. You yeah. should not be eating it. <laughs> he was like wobbling. <laughs> he was like a drunken sailor just running around falling everywhere. That's hilarious so much energy it and then they they crash like crazy and they get cranky and <laughs> <laughs> they can't control their emotions yet at, at all yeah <laughs> kids are crazy but for some reason every time you come around wrigley always wants to hang out with you yeah i don't know man maybe my i'm zen it's been like that since he was little too like yeah. when he was crawling he would always come over to you and hang out yeah i don't know Maybe I'm Zen or something. You must be. Yeah. You got that calm heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'm just hairy and like a big teddy bear. <laughs> he actually thinks you're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> a dog that can talk. Yeah. And talk about airplanes with him. Yeah. Take That's out. probably something. You probably showed him airplanes or something. Well, no, just one time he had Amy's phone and it was right when his vocabulary started exploding and he had Amy's <sighs> He had Amy's phone, and he walked up to me and was like, oh, please. And I was like, okay. And he handed me the phone, and he goes, airplane. Airplane. Yeah. Airplane. And so I just sat there, and I watched airplanes and helicopters with him for like, like sure, the half an hour. Some airplanes? That doesn't sound that bad. Well it's, so, it's, well, it's so funny. Like, I would never, like, get into watching airplanes. Never. But then, like, you're sitting watching how into it he is, and you're like, isn't that cool? Like, watch He's it, like, fly. It dialed. makes you appreciate, like, kind of, like, how cool it is that we can actually, like, get in these vehicles that just yes. soar into the air. A hundred percent. Yeah. How, that's so wild. And the physics behind it, how fast that thing has to be moving. Airplanes are very cool. Yeah. People who fly airplanes really like airplanes. Dude, um, I went to college with uh, a couple guys. Well, you obviously know Spencer Bell, but uh, he was in the ROTC. Doesn't, doesn't he fly, like... Fighter, fighter jets. jets yeah yeah i was i used to see him come around sometimes with uh his buddy named quinn who i think is like an elite elite fighter pilot really like he's a, almost i i see him post on facebook like he's like a test pilot for like did you ever see maverick yes dude I he's he's maverick the mock yeah Ten, what does he get to mock 11 or like dude, right I'm, the first scene of the movie right yeah. When he's like in the spaceship yeah. going incredibly fast. Yes. And the thing's like burning up because <laughs> he's going so fast. <laughs> but yeah, but, I'm pretty sure this guy is like on that level. Dang, we should get him on the podcast. I haven't eh, talked to him maybe. since like sophomore year of college, dude. He probably wouldn't even remember me. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll run into him one day and say, hey, if you ever want to do a podcast, in, in you know, the sky. I got one. <laughs> yeah. At an Air Force base in Utah. Tom Cruise is uh that guy's dialed in. He does all his own stunts. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. He's like 55 years old in Mission Impossible hanging out the door of an airplane and it's like, dude, chill. <laughs> I, riding a dirt bike off a jump off a cliff and then parachuting. He had to do that 8 times or something. 
in the new Mission Impossible. Yeah. He goes off of a jump with on a dirt bike mm-hmm. and has to parachute after. I can't believe they're still making those movies. They're selling. I, I feel it's very much James Bondish. He sells tickets mm-hmm. to the theater. I mean, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's great. He's entertaining for yeah. sure. And knowing that he does all his own stunts. Yeah. He's a pretty rock star. Dude, I would be so terrified of doing, like, I don't like heights in the first place. And jumping off a dirt bike jump and then having to parachute. Not my style, man. No, dude. <laughs> I'm not an adrenaline junkie at all. Yeah, I don't know. I <clears throat> can be at times, but for the most part, like, I wouldn't. You know, like go out, of, go out of my way to do that. Like when we're snowboarding and like, you know, Jones kind of has that in him a little bit. And he's like, let's go f- super fast down this like double yeah, black. Yeah, I like doing it when I'm like snowboarding and stuff too. I don't. I'm or like, like let's just get down the hill. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I can snowboard. Or hitting jumps. Like I'm always hitting jumps I'm on never, snowboards. I I mean, I'm not very good not at always. it. Always. I should yeah. act like I'm a good snowboarder. I can't do flips or anything. You know, it's but. hilarious when like if you're videoing you're taking a video of yourself doing those jumps like and you'd go off it and you feel like you just like launched and then you watch the video and you're like a foot off the ground <laughs> you get no air after the jump yeah. it just goes jump down <laughs> yeah it's basically you went over it yeah <laughs> you get like no speed you're kind of like slowing down right before yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happened every time uh we went to what was that annie's way at uh welch Oh, yeah. I feel like you did that one with us. Yeah, we did. We did. And there was always a jump on it. So we went down it a hundred times. Well, Annie's way, like you could peel off at the very end and it would go into the terrain park. Yeah, yeah. And then like, but it wasn't like the top of the terrain park. It was just like the very bottom. And so there was just one jump we could hit. One like little three foot ramp. No, there was a pretty good size. There was like a six or seven footer that we, Jackson and I were hitting. But I took one, like not a decent spill but one that like kind of threw me back you know landed on my tailbone a little bit and i was like i'm not going back i'm good on that dude when we uh uh senior year of college me and tanner and a couple of his roommates went out to jessica browns yeah in utah dude tanner took this spill it didn't look too bad at first but he had a grizzly tin in his back pocket oh no bro he crushed the tin ouch you should have seen he showed me his ass it was like his entire cheek was black and blue shout out to rupee if he's listening uh, yeah but i gotta say Roop, man Roop's not the best snowboarder <laughs> i mean none of us are yeah but i mean he's usually last down the mountain <laughs> <laughs> he's usually with amy and carissa <laughs> coming down the mountain but i think actually i think that fall was traumatizing to him because he's told me about that before dude and he like he doesn't he doesn't mess around anymore he likes to relax go down the hills at his own leisure and i don't blame him you don't want to take those spills anymore that's one thing when you get older like i'm not trying to fall anymore dude we were playing basketball one like i haven't played basketball in forever but we were playing basketball when you were still living at the white castle Oh yeah, with, outside like, with Trevor Patterson and Waldeck, yeah. and who else? Was Montana there? was there. Jones yeah, was, was there. That was when Montana showed us how good he was at basketball. Yeah, I mean he's like, he's a pretty dang good shooter, and Shout then he out can, Montana. and then he can get kind of crafty around the rim too, like just doing he's kind got, of the white guy skills, Larry Bird yeah. fakes. Good hands. Yeah, but he, dude, he's so he's so like lean and long, which is super beneficial yeah. for basketball. Yeah. 
like there's very few basketball players that are like bulky and like the best beer number one down i'm halfway through two you're halfway through two you started number two without me how was the first crack it's good i like this one is it yeah this one's better this one's a little citrusy right yeah definitely tastes better same amount of because it's got the citrus in it like you can't really 7.7 they're all 7.7 and then the last one's the diesel (laughs) (laughs) the last one we're gonna be (laughs) (laughs) but we maybe we'll go have a beer at the brewery or something after (laughs) maybe who knows i mean it's only 9 15 i mean that gets a little late when you have two kids dude i'll tell you what you can't parent hungover like parenting hungovers terrible dude i can't imagine i mean you got this little ball of energy running around and all you want to do is just be and you don't want to be a crappy parent and like be a lazy piece of crap all day totally you know like you want to be up and dialed in and hanging out with them and playing sports yeah shooting when you're hungover you're just your mind is loopy you like you know you turn into kind of an idiot or at least i do no my brain turns off i totally feel that dude like last friday we went out for chris's girlfriend's birthday oh yeah you gotta tell me about that i you were up all night right i I think i was up till about six or seven a.m and I called you at 10 and you were like, good morning. I don't know if you remember me. Calling no, I do remember you calling me, but, but I was I only like, morning, bro. It's 1030. What are you talking about? <laughs> dude? I, I mean, got... that's kind of morning, yeah. late morning. But dude, you called me and I was sleeping on Freeberg's couch. Yeah, that's what you said. And so what's up? Why were you up till 6 a.m.? Well, we were partying and then we went back to Jordan's and party until 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, I mean, I probably stopped drinking it at like, you know, two. But oh, what people stayed up and talked. Yeah, did you they know, get serious? No. They come up with any business ideas? No. Uh, usually, that's what happens after like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I mean, there Things was some get of that. Deep. Business I, starts, you know. To be completely I'm honest, start the sweatshirt company. Yeah, to be completely honest, I don't remember much uh, after that point. Did you suck down any waters? Usually that helps with hangovers. Well, yeah. Yeah, I did. But my point is, or where I was going with it was, dude, I slept until about 2 o'clock. Yeah, I know, because I invited you to come here and play hockey, and you never showed up. Yeah. And we needed a fourth guy. I'm sad. Dude, I was... My, like, equilibrium was off, dude. I could tell when I talked to you at 1030. I kind of knew it was a... You even said on the phone, you were like, yeah, it's probably a no-go. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, just try. But if not, it's not a big deal. Dude, like... I'll tell you what, we needed you. We played one-on-one-on-one. That's not. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I took the dub. Nice. Ryan nice. and Jackson. Is uh, Ryan played hockey, right? Yeah, he's a pretty good hockey player. Jackson's stick was too long, so I kind of had an unfair advantage. <laughs> Did he not bring his own? Uh, he forgot his own. I think he forgot it in his front yard, in your guys' front yard or something. Like had it all the way to the car and then that's, you know dropped it to put something else in the car and forgot the, it. That he he is the king of just like misplacing something Forgiving. yeah not, but he not, always comes out with it like somehow behind his ear yeah you know, like, or well like dude, he'll be like dude i can't find my phone i've no i haven't seen it in three days and then it'll be like plugged into his charger or something. well dude so when i woke up at freeberg's i uh, like i was just like just get me home and i put on my jacket and my keys weren't in my pocket and oh, i was like oh my god no. where are my keys and Did you have a panic attack no i, I well 
I, I've gotten kind of good at controlling that because I think I, I was having mild ones at some points in my life. And I think I've gotten good at just being like, okay, calm down. Like, let's just figure it out instead of, you know, surrendering to it. You know what I mean? Sure. But anyway, so I was calling people the night before being like, Hey, did you order the Uber home? Who ordered the Uber home to Freeburg's mm-hmm. to see if like I could call them and see if I dropped them in the car. Right. So I spent like an hour at Jordan's just doing that, like trying to find my keys. Wasting time. And they were, you know where they were? Um, so hold on, I hold, usually... on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Okay. You said you acted like you were going to ask me to guess and now you're not giving me a chance to guess. Okay. Guess they were, were they in your coat pocket at some point? Yes. Was there a second slit in any of your pockets? Like a little pocket, like a tiny little pocket where a small little key would fit. Um, no, no. Um, is it something like that? Like it was attached to you? Yes. Somehow, but it was like kind of in a secretive. Yes. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I probably thought I was when I was. Was it in your pants? Like a zipper pocket in your pants? No. Um, was it like in a chest zipper of your coat? It was Uh, in. It was in my breast pocket. That's a safe spot, though. Yeah. So that's when you're drinking. You think you're saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna forget this." Yeah. I can't lose this. Can't lose this. Can't lose this. And then no way. This one's going right next to the heart. Exactly. But then (laughs) next morning you're calling Uber for fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trying to get your keys back. (laughs) Yeah. I I had them the whole time. Oh no, that's kind of embarrassing. Like embarrassing to yourself, dude. And you I, just look at yourself in the mirror after that, and you're kind of just like, "Well, I when I, I should looked them a little too, harder when I found them too. Done a little bit more when I realized where they work. were. Like you know, Bell and Freeberg are the nicest people in the world. They didn't care that I was there, like hanging out. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, when I did find them, it's just like I was just you know they're hungover too. They don't want to look for your keys well i wasn't asking them to help me no but but, they feel obligated because they're from minnesota and that's what we do help people yeah and then once i found them it's just like oh my god i'm the biggest rat bastard yeah (laughs) i'm the biggest loser (laughs) i'm so sorry guys the biggest loser that's a probably a debatable argument right you're not the biggest loser yeah did you ever watch that show do you remember that That was a tough name for that show that was just, I mean, that was blatant fat shaming people, <laughs> like, wasn't it? I mean, it worked. <laughs> it did? Dude, they lost crazy. I definitely watched that. They lost a crazy amount of weight. But dude, they would come in at like four hundo and then dude, leave shredded. The craziest part was like the first two workouts, they would lose like 40 pounds or 60 pounds. Well, they just, I mean, dude, it's so much weight. Like it's just, well, and they haven't moved in like years. Some of them are like five or 600 pounds. Yeah, dude. It's that was, that show was crazy just to watch those people like, like transform. It'd be crazy to be that big, dude. Like sometimes I feel like, you know, when you feel bloated and like you try myself in the mirror, I see a little bit of a double chin and I'm like, dude, are you seriously gaining weight? Like well, you look it, kind of fat, man. And then, well, even it, and then if you try and like work out or something like run and you're not feeling like lean. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, dude, like it's so much harder. Well, 
just yeah. just to like maybe not necessarily lifting weights, but if you're trying to do anything mobile, like you even feel, stretch. Yeah, you feel nasty. Yeah. Feel like you're just, you know, you're off a little bit. Like you don't want to run, you don't want to do pull-ups, you don't want to do push-ups. Yeah, you just want to walk on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you ever done that? Yeah, I just I Shout did. out to all the homies that walk on the treadmill cuz walking on the treadmill is a valid play. I I go to the gym and walk on the treadmill. Make sure you do it at an incline though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A little bit, not crazy. I don't go nuts with it, but I I pick up the pace a little bit and Lifetime has these nice little Usually I'll have like weights that I'll do I don't some, do the I don't do the weights. Do like 10 pound weights and I'll do some curls and then I'll put them in the cup holders yeah. while I'm waiting. Yeah. Once and then once I don't feel the burn enough, I'll do a couple more. Nice. I uh maybe I should try that. I've never done weights on the treadmill. But uh telling you you can get a lot done walking on a treadmill there's a uh program on these treadmills that lifetime has it's called cardio fit and the first 10 minutes is you start off at a flat incline and then it speeds up a little bit and then you're still flat and then it just automatically goes two four six and then back down oh nice and so lifetime's got the automation yeah and so i I like doing that tell you what that makes me think that robots are just going to be controlling our minds entirely by the end of 2030. Well, I think the... We're in 2023 right now. Dude, this... Jackson was showing me this. Oh, the the AI that Microsoft bought? Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Scary. Well, here's the thing. We got to want a short Microsoft stock. Why? Because who would want to use that? You don't think for yourself. No one will think for themselves anymore no thought will be original i mean not that thoughts are original already but that's all information ever plugged into one spot you know what you know what's going to be like it's going to torture our minds dude we're not going to there's going to be no creativity the creativity is in the database right well maybe we got to learn to be symbiotic with it then Maybe. Like, you and remember how, playing Halo? How? How you, would we do that? You remember playing Halo? Yeah. Master Chief and Cortana. Team up, bro. Team up. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, you think we're going to go to war with other planets? How crazy would that be? Uh, I mean, we, we can't to, stop far, fighting ourselves. What makes you think we won't fight? <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think humans would turn on each other if we got a whatever attacked by aliens turn on each other or do you think the country would still be split or do you think people would start helping each other out or do you think it'd be just everybody running for themselves like to be completely honest the more things change the more they stay the same like i i (laughs) I mean i feel like that would just add like another wrinkle in it i don't think things like wrinkle in it what do you mean by that um so just like, you know, so think about it this way. Like if if we're back during the Roman times, right, like ancient ancient history, you don't you've never left your farm like or more than 10 miles from your farm. Right. Right. And you're a Roman in Italy. And all of a sudden there's a tribe of germans that have crossed the alps that are migrating south migrating south and you those people are alien to you like you've never in a sense yeah so i don't 
I think there are things that are comparable that we have already faced as a society and a species. Okay. So like, it's just, it's just another thing that, you know, we might have to unite eventually, like to repel an invasion, but after the invasion's done or we become, you know, like we live maybe side by side with the aliens Hmm. They're just going to okay. get involved so with it's... the politics, and then it's just going to be back to the same old shit. So you think we're going to live in symmetry with the aliens? You think water always finds its level? Does it? Yeah. What if these aliens have been studying us for years, and they're just trying to kill us off because they see us as useless creatures? I don't think that would be... Because of our traits. I don't think they would... I think they would try and enslave us. I don't think they would try and kill us all. Maybe. Do you think we're enslavable? Do you think we are? I mean, maybe we uh, are obviously, obviously not. I mean, every every population that has ever been taken advantage of like that has tried to fight against it and has succeeded in the long run. So You're a bit of a history buff. Love it. So I, uh, I trust you on that sort of stuff. Yeah. People, so I mean. Why don't you go back and say some examples? What do you mean? Of of that of people busting out of slavery, yeah. Um, Besides, obviously, like well, slavery itself. Well, you mean American slavery? Yeah. Um, well, the Bible is based on people escaping slavery. How so? Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt. People, I mean, the entire. You know, I don't know the Bible as well as I probably should. I mean, that's just a very known story. Okay. Um, oh, was that when he parted the Red Sea? Yeah. 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 Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Everyone knows the sea story. Um, the Spartacus, you know that show? It's based on a gladiator no. who was a Roman slave who led a rebellion. Hmm. Almost won. <laughs> he almost he almost won. They, really? They, dude, so they they started in southern Italy, and so he got, I think, an army of like 40,000 like Roman slaves and gladiators together and they were moving north and they weren't even going to attack Rome. They were just trying to get across the Alps, the mountains bordering Italy on the north side and just, you know, go live. And they beat like three Roman armies. They won like three major battles. This is a show on Netflix. Um, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix, Are you... but this is an actual thing that happened and they oh. were moving north and someone dramatized it. Um, they were moving north. Someone always dramatizes things. And they were so close we'll to getting to the mountains. They were so close to getting to the mountains. And, like, they just, like, ran out of food. And, like, everybody was super hungry. And then they finally got beat. Like, by, when everyone was sick. Who? The Romans. Oh. They kept sending armies after them. Oh, like the movie 300. Almost, kind of, but doesn't he have like a part in that movie where he says like Spartacus? No, Sparta. Sparta. Spar Sparta is a place. This dude's name, the leader of the rebellion, was Spartacus. Ah, uh, that's kind of close. Yeah. Well, I mean, Spartacus is a person. Sparta is a place. Right. Person, place, thing. You know. <laughs> I mean, they're both nouns. We're just talking nouns. <laughs> We're talking nouns here, people. Yeah. If you haven't turned the podcast <laughs> off already, <laughs> stick around. And it all comes back to nouns. <laughs> 
but that's a fascinating one um and then how crazy isn't it production these days has been dramatized i feel like way more than any time in the past like there's no comedy movies coming out it's all just comedy specials which i, I love do enjoy comedy watching specials those. yeah i like watching them too i just watched andrew santino cheeseburger so funny. he's hilarious dude started off not great yeah he came in hot with the covid stuff yeah and i don't you know it ebbs and whatever your opinion is it doesn't matter mm-hmm. i don't I, I don't know why he was kind of spraying he was spraying his opinion a little bit just kind of, you know, saying, basically calling people who didn't get vaccinated, like, stupid. Like, he didn't understand it. So, I don't know how close to COVID it was, but... I, dude, I think he filmed that, like, a year ago. Maybe. Yeah, which was, like, right after COVID. Well... And he also lives in California. So, I will give him that break. <laughs> but the fact that he was ripping on people that weren't vaccinated i thought it was really stupid it was like dude well i mean i mean it's what do you mean you, we, some people do pay attention to the shit that they put in their body you know yeah well i also think you know he's a comedian it's his job to try and write jokes about it and if that's kind of where he's coming from you know he's got a yeah and he's got a take on it you know he's got to try and swing and i'm sure some people thought it was funny maybe yeah i don't know i try not to look into Especially if people are trying to be creative. Well, maybe it was a genius way because I was laughing at every other bit after that. Well, I think a lot of those comedians, basically their job is to report back on, you know, life, common, the common folks life. And so they were all writing jokes about COVID. And so Mm. people are expecting it. And if that's his COVID joke, you know, he's got to do it, get it out of the way. Yeah. And then move on. Right. Yeah, so I wouldn't, I guess I, I wouldn't put too much stock into it. Yeah. Those are funny though. I think the funniest ones are always Bill Burr. Dude, Bill is a master. I could tell in Santino's too, that he was trying to copy Bill Burr's like mannerisms and like Dude. how he says things, you know, like very Boston. Yeah. Well, he's from Chicago. They, they kind of have, they kind of have similar attitudes. I think he's from Chicago. Yeah. Talk about a guy who just made it, yeah. like just talking and being funny, saying the truth. Well, dude, you know what? He's hilarious because there was this movie that I watched. Uh, it was Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart, um, like Best Buds or something, the movie was called. And it was okay. Um, but the funniest person in the movie was Andrew Santino. Oh, really? Because I didn't think he was a very good actor in uh Little Dickie's show. Really? I think he's hilarious. Maybe he is kind of funny. I don't know. I saw him live one time. That he Little Dickie show is kind of uh it's it's got its points, but I think it's um It's a little aggressive. It's a little aggressive and it can I mean it's it's kind of it's little Dickie's humor is to be kind of awkward. Dude, that one with Benny Blanco. Did you see that one? When they're being like like fruity together. Eat and fruity. like showering together. <laughs> And he's like sniffing his butt yeah. and like, wasn't he like putting peanut butter on his butt or something to I, like help with his hemorrhoid? Yeah. Or yeah. Wasn't that part of it? Yeah. Something like that. Or he was like applying his hemorrhoid cream for him or something. Yes. Yeah. 
But they were also like running around Benny Blanco's house butt naked. Yeah. And it's like that was a really weird episode. Yeah, and then and then they have the And then they ended up having like Kendall Jenner and uh Haley Bieber in it. Yeah. Well, and then they they invite Gaeta and his friend over and obviously, you know, black people don't do that gay shit. <laughs> and and so they were like talking about that and it's like you know, when we were younger and playing hockey, like, you know, we would do, you know, you know, kind of borderline weird stuff to each other, but like not what? on that like level. What? You know, just like towels smacking and stuff. Like, did we? I very rarely. I don't. I don't feel like we did. Did we? I don't think we did. We weren't slapping each other with towels, man. Not in the showers. I swear you did it to me one time. You just you no. did the. No Not way. I don't remember. No way. Maybe it wasn't you. It was probably like Luke Skelly or something. I do remember having... Wouldn't we just put towels on and then we'd run up the bleachers to the showers at the community center? Yeah, we would just have towels on. And we'd walk through the entire community, community center, center in front of the entire fan section. Yeah. And we'd just run up the stairs, run down the stairs in our towels and run to the showers. Yep. Well, I think we usually wore like shorts. Or well, the, we there. the first couple times we were nothing but towels, and then yeah. they were like, "Hey, <laughs> you gotta wear something. <laughs> you can't just be butt naked." That's an interesting layout. How they didn't have showers in, like, well, you gotta have showers somewhere in a hockey rink. Well, they did have the showers, but it was they just have those one or two showers in every bathroom at a hockey rink. They were there were those showers in there. They have one. It in was each? just one in those old Maple Grove, the big rink. They they always had one. But they made that new locker room that I think that they, had showers they, that has like eight heads in that shower. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was in there and then had it all ripped away from me at the last second. <laughs> yeah, you were on the varsity team. What was your experience like when you were on the varsity team? I was never on the varsity team. I, well, I you showered I, in the shower. Well, I, I had split time junior year between JV and varsity. Split time is in? Like I would get called up for a couple games. How many games? I think it was like four. Really? Yeah. That's I, actually a pretty decent amount. I I probably got two shifts a game. Still, yeah. Um, played a little in the big leagues. Yeah, I didn't play one minute. I know of varsity hockey. I couldn't believe that. I scored. I uh, not not to brag here or anything, but it always it is a little butt hurt. I am a little butt hurt that I never played a minute of varsity hockey. Like I feel like I was good enough to play one shift. Even if you're on grinder line, but what like, I was gonna say is we scored like I think we put we beat Park Center like sixteen to zero. I had seven points, four assists, and three goals. Yeah, and didn't get didn't to get called onto the bench or anything for the I'm pretty, which against Park Center you for sure get minutes. Yeah, because we're pumping their varsity team too. Yeah. So I was like after the game I was expecting it. I I was like there's no way I don't. I mean, I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we played on a line together that year, and uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't get called up either that game. No, I remember who got called up, and it was Nick Bylon. Yeah, I wanted I shout didn't, out Nick Bylon. I didn't I didn't want to throw shade at anybody. So it's not throwing shade. He got called up. It's yeah. fair game. It's not like he begged the coaches to call him up. That's true. 
Nick Bylon was a decent hockey player. That's why he got called up. Worked unbelievably hard, too. Worked very hard and was really strong on his skates. Yeah, he was tough to knock off the puck. You know who tough, was the, tough to knock down. You know who the, was the toughest to knock off the puck ever? AJ Fawson. Uh, yeah, that I was thinking of Shane Wolden. Slippery. Yeah, it wasn't Slippery that you, could, you, you It wasn't that you couldn't knock him off the puck. It was that you couldn't touch him. <laughs> yeah, he got around people. Good agility, decent speed. He had a accurate shot. And it actually had more power than you would think. It was super accurate, though. So very like, accurate. So like, if like it was going where and he it was wanted quick. it, yeah, he got it off very quick. My thing. Shout every out to Shane. Shout out Shane. Every time I think of him, though, you know how the boards give a little bit, like when you go into them. This one time, I checked him, and I was like. Oh, I'm about to light him up. Like I have and him he dead. Bounced to... right off those boards. He and like used that puck. well, yeah. He like used the momentum of the hit to go into the boards and then use it to slingshot off the boards. And like he went on like a two on one. That's why he's so good at those uh, like extreme sports, like surfing and wakeboarding, and yeah, because he's just got really good balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out Shane. Shout what, out Shane. Can we knock Shane down now? Since we just built him up, you got any bad stuff to say about Shane? <laughs> Shane, you suck at playing guitar. <laughs> I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, he's all right. I just yeah. you but said not, knock him not down. as good as you. You said you said knock him down. <laughs> I had to knock him down. That makes me think of his uh, his brother's wedding in their pull shed. Well, they had the wedding at their cabin. Oh, when we and went over there to jam. Shed. Yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. That was so fun. I felt like a rock star that night. Yeah, that was awesome playing in front of people. I remember. Yeah, I should not ever get up in front of a group of people and try and play guitar you're all right you you just got to hold the rhythm down <laughs> dude i got i feel like that's all that i can do is rhythm but i feel like my that's fingers are always touching other strings i feel like my rhythm is pretty good i feel like i have okay rhythm rhythm is the, the guitar first and foremost is a rhythm instrument yeah what do you mean the only so traditionally lead instruments are like before the invention of the electric guitar, the lead instruments were um, like saxophones or trombones, brass instruments, trumpets, because they can project a, a guitar traditionally is an acoustic guitar, you know, and so it's primarily a rhythm instrument. Meant for bra- the background. Yes. Yeah. And so it didn't come to the forefront until the invention of the electric guitar. So and then Jimi Hendrix started. Wailing, zipping on it. You know, I, I I'm glad you brought that up. My favorite, Why? because my favorite guitar player of all time is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones, and he is not a lead player like Jimi Hendrix or like Eddie Van Halen. He's primarily a rhythm player, but what he does with his rhythms and his riffs, it's so like powerful. Like he oftentimes he'll just use three notes, but it's like more impactful than Jimi Hendrix, like wailing off like, you know, a million notes in the span of five seconds. You see, like I have a tough time following that because I don't know that much about guitar, you know? Well, so think about it this way. Um, can you name me one Jimi Hendrix song?
I'm going to take that as a no. This is my thinking. Um, <laughs> give me. You, can you um, name a Rolling Stone song? Mm, you definitely can. Yeah, I know uh, you can. Beast of a Burden. Yeah, of course. And you know, you sorry, need, I was still thinking about the uh, Jimi so, Hendrix song. Pur- not Purple Rain. Don't say Purple Rain, Mitch. You'll sound like an idiot. You're from Minnesota. You, you're very close, though. Um, purple. Is there purple something? He's got a purple song. Yeah. It's called Purple, purple Haze. Purple Love. Oh, Purple Haze. Yeah. That's the most popular, right? I honestly don't know. Actually, it's probably All Along the Watchtower is probably his most fight, uh, Can you sing that? Song. Could you sing that one for Ostiani? Um, let, how does it go? All along the watchtower. Ooh. Said the Joker to the thief. It's actually a Bob Dylan song that he just covered and just shredded. <laughs> Bob Dylan was smart musician. He again, wasn't even a very good guitar player or singer. He it, just Again, I, what I really like about Keith and guys like Bob Dylan is that they're not virtuosos, but they put a lot of soul into what they're doing. Virtuosos, good word. Let's explain that a little bit. What's a virtuoso? Um, first chair. So if you're like in an orchestra... And like you're they're like the, the number one guy. You're you are the number one guy if you're the virtuoso. Right, but they're not. You're saying. Right, but what they do is so like, just holding the band together and the keeping that rhythm tight is super important. Starting beer three. Starting beer three. This is the. the this is the diesel one. This, this conversation might go off the rails if it hasn't already. I think I'm gonna title this episode three beers with Yanni. That's a good one. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> Three beers with Yanni. That's pretty, you know, conservative. Pretty... And, if, and if you haven't already been able to tell from our energy, we have gotten out of our chairs. We're standing up. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely standing. <laughs> but also to sit down, most podcasts I actually stand up. For Max's, I didn't because we had those boom arms. But now that I have these, yeah, I just... It's nice to stand up. I can't sit, especially on these high chairs. Yeah, I feel like you're just leaning over. Yeah. And like, it, like it feels right above your tailbone. I don't have Joe Rogan set up. You know, he's got like nice, comfy office chairs. And yeah. Like someone's giving him a massage. <laughs> <laughs> they have antibody tests before they walk in. <laughs> I, got a, uh, I got a massage at this place. It was like called the um, Aroma Massage. Mm-hmm. Best massage I honestly have gotten. And I want to I want to tell this story correctly. So it was one the second part of the massage was the best massage I've ever had. Once they started on my back. But I show up to this place. I booked it last minute. Amy took the kids to go hang out with some coworkers and I was like, what should I do for this yeah. you know, three hours that I have? Yeah. And I was like, massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get a massage. Um so Lifetime was closed. They didn't have any openings. And I even showed up because I thought I booked an appointment. Yeah. So I showed up to Lifetime and they were like, oh, this is for tomorrow. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting a massage and now I have to go home. Yeah. So I started calling around or whatever. And this place got me in within like an hour, or within an hour and a half. So I came home, watched an episode of, I think, Yellowstone. Good show. Decent show. 
Yeah, pretty good show. Um, and then I went to go get the massage. Yeah. And I show up, and this guy's working the counter, and this other dude just comes out the back, kind of wearing <laughs> like his you know massage uniform, yeah. the doctor's uniform, a guy. And they were like, do you want a foot massage before you get, because I booked a 90-minute massage. Yeah. They were like, do you want a foot massage before um, the back rub or before you yeah, lay on the table? The main one, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, kind of put me on the spot here? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Foot massage sounds great. For yeah. 30 minutes, foot massage? Yeah. I'm in. So they, this guy, he goes, okay, come with me. And I was like, am I getting a massage from a guy right now? <laughs> like, am I about to get up? full body massage from a dude because i didn't even check i just figured yeah. that they would match me up with, with a, a yeah. gal because yeah. usually yeah that's what you would do i'm not gonna rub you down you're not gonna rub me down. i'm not giving you a massage you're not i mean you me never asked <laughs> <laughs> so this guy starts you know he starts by rubbing my temple like, temple yeah just to i don't know get me started on the massage journey and i'm like oh but he has a lot of pressure because he's stronger. Yeah. And starts, like, massaging my face. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Do I walk out? Just dude hands in your face. I was thinking about walking out after the foot rub because then he went down and he, like, put my feet in some warm water mm -hmm. and then rubbed my feet. And I just, like, at that point, I just laid back. And I was like, I'm just not even going to think about it. Just yeah. going to get a foot rub. Try not to think about the fact that it's a dude rubbing my face. A dude-sage. Yeah. So I'm kind of planning my exit. Exit. <laughs> like, after the 30-minute massage, being like, yeah, I'll just, you know, pay full price and get, get out, out of here. here. I got to, you know, something came up. Yeah. And um, and then a woman took over like the last ten minutes of the foot massage, and then did the back massage. Yeah, and it was like a Korean, I want to say, ran place. And I'm telling you, they gave it. The back massage was incredible. Mm -hmm. She was on like her elbow, like she. <laughs> yeah. Because do you like the deep tissue? I don't know when they like really. I've never had a massage. Really? No. Dang. Well, that's my massage story. <laughs> I wish I, there was more of a climax. Well, it's, but... it's it sounded like you were going somewhere, and then like what was I where? Was... Where did she touch you or touch you <laughs> that made you? Sorry. Okay, but she did. So I think there was more to the story. I just lost track a little bit. She, when she first came in the room, she gave me two pats on my butt. Yeah. And she goes, oh, and then the whole time <laughs> she kept saying, uh, you're so, you're so strong. <laughs> you're so strong. Yeah. Like making me feel good, yeah. you know, pumping me up. Yeah. And then you fall, you fell asleep and I didn't fall asleep. I was awake for the whole thing. When you wake up from a massage, you're like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. Dude, you haven't gotten a massage? Never. You need to have a treat yourself day and go get yourself a massage. Maybe. I don't like I don't like people touching me. Yeah. The dude, don't get a massage from a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dude it. It's like Honestly, a part of me was like, I can get a massage from a dude. I'm a married guy. Like, who cares who's, you know? 
But at the same time, you close your eyes and you're thinking about a dude giving you a massage. It's just weird. It just is. It just is. It's not... Dude, man hands touching you. Like, they're, they're yeah, man you, hands. You can feel the callus on the fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> like, I, sh- I shook this dude's hand today Women at the store. have softer hands. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Great point. It, it, Thanks it, for bringing that up. It's, it's literally just, like, you can feel a dude's hands. Like... 100 percent like when he was touching my temple i was like jeez i can almost strong yeah i can almost (laughs) i can almost guarantee you if you blindfolded me and then like had me shake like every like a man or woman's hand i'd be able to pick out if it was a man or a woman like 10 out of 10 times Mm, maybe depends on the uh depends on the network of people that uh set this event up right but I mean, like, let's just let's just say, like, we just pulled ten it's, randos off the street, right? Ten randos off the street. Like, let's say we're let's say we're in. Uh, I don't know. Let's say we're what? And where, where would we be? Like a jerk there. Where would we be? Where would we be that we could just pull ten random people to shake my hand blindfolded, like I'm a grocery pic- store? I'm, I'm picturing like Minneapolis outside the Twin Stadium. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just pick the first ten people you see. Yeah. Just say, shake my hand. Shake, can you shake my friend's hand? He, uh, we got a we bet think, going we, on. Yeah, we think you can get 10 out of 10 gender correct. Or like, yeah. But, I mean, what if it's, never mind. What? I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You, if you say know what it. I'm going to say. No, you say, say it. it if you know what I'm going to say. Um, uh, you're the one that thought it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you? What if they don't have a gender? Or what if they don't choose a gender? Right. Then you're wrong and you lose. And then I get canceled. <laughs> I don't think you get canceled. I just think you lose. Yeah. Because you didn't think about it. Right. The bet was 10 for 10. Right. You didn't go 10 for 10. Yeah, that's true. So you got to be smarter than you think. Yeah. You got to factor in everything. Well, then you got to use sight, which well, I don't have. Don't we're have just sight. going on. Yeah, we're, we're just we're going just, on feel. Yep. So I guess I got to feel people's energy then through their hands. That's, you can do that. It's crazy. Energy, like the transfer of energy from human to human is a odd thing. Well, one of uh, Isaac Newton's five principles of physics, it was for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you, and to think that we're not part of that, I mean, we're physical beings. So that's definitely going to play a role. So. There's definitely something to it. See, you're smart. Eh. Like, you know facts like that, like Isaac Newton, do you, Ben Franklin. Do you know, like, when Ben Franklin was around, like, the years? Well, he's one of the founding fathers. I don't know the exact years, but he had a big part of writing the Constitution, establishing the republic that is our government. He had a huge role in it, actually. Do you have a guesstimate? If I had to guess... Look it up. I, I know what it is. Oh, you do? I looked it up. I had yeah. to look it up because we were talking about it. Like his birth date and his death date? I don't I think it was. Well, I mean. I think it was the day. Maybe it was the year he found, discovered electricity. I don't know that. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm asking for a range. Well, I mean, his prime of when he's in the history books is definitely 1770-ish to about 1800. I think the date I saw was 1752. 
Maybe well, that was when he was born. I mean, so 1776 is the year that we declared independence from Britain. So See, I'm dumb. Yeah, I know. You copied off all my tests. <laughs> and one that, yeah, he was born in... 1706 died in 1790 so we're both right yeah. so what i saw was probably in the 52 or whatever well he's a 52 year old man at that point so no he's a 40 oh you said 17 six year old 1752 minus 1706 dude um for 44 year old meh, whatever we're not, let's not get bogged down by minus, numbers. Minus eight. Definitely didn't copy you in math. We'll tell you that much. That was one of the that subjects. Sign, you that, were pretty good at math. I was okay. I could definitely pass the math classes. You remember? Science is what I copied off of you. And this is actually a great story because there was one test that we took. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to talk about. And I copied every single thing off of yanni's test except one question and i knew because i was obviously reading the test as we were going i knew the answer was like the one thing i remembered from class that week and i saw that you got it wrong and i circled the right answer i got a hundred percent yanni got one wrong <laughs> i think i got the highest yeah, score in the class <laughs> <laughs> I aced that class with like a 94%. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for that. That's a throwback. Dude, <laughs> that was not my that was not my deal. I, science, no interest. Well, dude, biology class back then, like it wasn't like dissecting animals or anything like that. It was literally just fact finding. It was like how many chromosomes does a cell have? Exactly. Like 46. Yeah. But, and it was a lot of memorization that we didn't need. Right. Like, and I'm pretty good at memorization, which yeah, is very good. I feel like, which is in the study sheets, probably told, did they give us study sheets in that class where they would do like a practice test or whatever? Dude, those practice tests in high school, it was the test. They would just scramble the order or they would just go to the next line down where you found it in the book. Right. Yeah. So it would be like a line up or a line down. Yeah. Pretty easy to figure out the uh, test. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if you failed. They're not that complicated. Yeah, I'm sorry if you failed high school, but I feel like you have to actively try. Well, <laughs> pr- uh, that's a difficult take. That's a difficult take. That could probably be argued, right? Could be argued. Do you have a, a counter-argument? Well... There could be other circumstances where once you're out of school, you have to take care of your other family members or you have to work a job or there's no time to really study. Sure. Yeah, that's true. So if all you're learning is during that eight or nine hours that you're at school and during that eight or nine hours, you're kind of, you know, jacking off with your friends or whatever. Yeah. Jacking off was the weird word to use. I don't know. You, you know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like the physical way, but the, oh. The metaphorical way? Now this is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> we are on beer number three. <laughs> beer number three. I've only had like one sip of it though, because obviously, you know, we're feeling it a little bit. We're standing. Yeah. Um, 
Where was I? I don't know. Pause, <laughs> pause it. I got to take a leak. I will be back. All right. I'll go or, back and figure out where I was. Well, or, I, or yeah. sing a song. Sing a song. Um, ooh, what song should I sing? I don't remember the song that I sang a couple days ago because it was I freestyled that one. But the last song I was playing on Spotify was here. I'll play it for you guys. Can't. It's Mo Money Mo Problems by the Notorious B.I.G. I'm coming up. I want the world to know. You're gonna. I don't know. I'm coming up. The song before that was The Long Way Home by Nora Jones. That's the one, uh. Sounds like she. It's like kind of like a train conductor in the background. We've been riffing for an hour and 30 minutes. Yanni's taking a pee right now, but now it's just me. What do we. How do I entertain? Uh, I guess I change the. change the. how I talk? No, that's not what you do, Mitchell. Do something else. Don't change the way you talk. And it sounds like Yanni's Yanni and 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 he's back. <laughs> Your zipper's down. Gotcha. <laughs> Still a bully. Uh, bully? What do you mean? That was mean. Is that a bully thing? No. That was literally the first thing that I said to you. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> You just didn't see it coming. I caught you off guard. Sorry. It's all right, dude. You should have... <laughs> should have chopped you. You should have chopped me. Dude, Wrigley's little potty in the corner up there is hilarious. <laughs> it's so tiny. <laughs> uh, kid's so funny, dude. <laughs> just learning to go to the bathroom, just peeing all over the ground right now. <laughs> dude... <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. You don't remember potty training, do you? Yeah. Um, the only reason I remember the toilet or the little thing that they taught me on was because they used it for my brother, too. Okay. It was that a makes little, sense. Yeah, I was the third child. I didn't even remember remember the toilet. Yeah. Um, Matt, it was a little green thing with uh, dinosaurs on it. Wow. I, I, I can actually see it in my head right now. Yeah. Well, why don't you paint us a picture? With words? Mm, no, we'll no. skip that. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's skip over my potty training toilet. I was trying to when you left. I was trying to figure out different ways to entertain the crowd. Sure. And what'd you come so up with? I just started talking in different accents. Okay. Um, so I was like, "How do I entertain the crowd?" <laughs> you know. Can you do like foreign accents? Like, is there one that you're really good at? Like Australian or like British. Australian, British. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk in different? Are you trying to be Arnold? Uh, get, to to, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I'm I'm really good at like um, uh, German. 
German. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mitch, yeah. Mitch, do you like the beer that you got there? <laughs> no. <laughs> but kind of. It's pretty good. Did you ever go to the Brauhaus when you were in Germany for Oktoberfest? Yeah. <laughs> Never been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess we'll have to re-listen to that to hear if you're any good or not. Well, we'll let the people decide. I feel like I can do accents. I feel like it can't. I can't be t asked to do an accent and just do an accent. You sure. Know what I mean, like, but if I'm prepared or like I'm explaining a story with a person in with an accent, then I can. Right. You know, kind of do it. Right. You so strong. <laughs> That was what the massage lady said to me. I came home after that, and I was like, Amy, you should have heard this massage lady talking to me. Yeah? She was saying, you're so strong. And I was like, she made me feel pretty good. I don't get those compliments around here. <laughs> you never tell me I'm handsome, you know. <laughs> she was rubbing me, telling me I'm strong. Like I want that treatment at home. <laughs> I might just go live at the massage parlor now. Amy's like, "What are you? What are you stupid? <laughs> what, what, are you dumb?" It's probably honestly, not that you're not strong, but I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're if if you're at a strip club, right? The girl's gonna be like, "Oh, you're so Whoa. handsome." What are you talking about? Oh, well, like, they're, tr they're it's, there it's, to make you feel good. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. so is your wife. Mm. You can't speak on this subject. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a wife. <laughs> there we go. From an outside perspective, it looks like someone that just bosses my friends around. <laughs> Sometimes it feels that way. Like you're just getting bossed around. But hey, Mitch, it's Sunday evening. Can it, you come to the golf simulator? And the times that it doesn't are the, definitely better than the times that it does. Yeah. Because you don't want to get off work and come home and just be bossed around more. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. kind of like you want to come home, be peaceful. No one's the boss here. It's all good. Yeah. It's my zen. Find your zen. Mitch, you got to cut the grass after five. <laughs> I like cutting the grass. Yeah, I mean, that was just an example. Yeah, cutting the grass is nice. Taking care of a yard, it's just in our nature as men. It's just in our nature. And I don't have a good yard. I'm still figuring it out. I'm figuring out how to do it. Last year, I aerated and I overseeded. So I'm hoping to have some good green grass this come spring. But Your grass isn't that bad. It's not good. It's not good. You get around, you get on the side of the house. Mm -hmm. It's just sun all day. Sun at its highest peak, just beating on my grass all day. Don't overuse those chemicals, dude. Because no, I don't. Uh, no, like, I don't use chemicals. Like when I was grass seed is not a chemical. Well, I mean, like the um, fertilizer. When I was spraying for that company, oh, green I don't do stuff. Any of that. I I would try your best to that never. That stuff is cancerous dude i'm waiting until the day that that shit i, I, it I did it for i did it for three months i wonder if there's a lawsuit going around probably not dude i mean it's dude that's a huge business because it's Green a, it's stuff? a are they still around well i don't know but they i mean, probably went bankrupt and then they probably my yeah, company wasn't that bad they had a lot of clients 
Yeah, but they're not around anymore. Do you ever see their trucks? They never had that many. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the employees they were hiring, you, Jackson, and Jones, (laughs) you guys weren't exactly probably the greatest employees. I was actually pretty good. Well, you worked by yourself, but Jackson and Jones were falling asleep on lawnmowers <laughs> running over rock beds <laughs> well that was people that they were working with yeah but there were you go yeah <laughs> the best employees i guess we'll vice versa this or uh flip the script here you jones and jackson are the best employees uh at 18 years old yeah yeah not a good sign. Not 19 good sign. years old. You guys were 18. You and Nick were 18 at the time when you started because you're a June birthday and so was Nick. Yeah, we were 18. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. 18 <laughs> year old kids. You guys are the best employees. And you guys weren't great employees. I mean, no one is a great employee in their first job. Well, here's, here's the thing I was actually, that wasn't my first job though. Ah, uh, yeah. You worked at Rush Creek. Yeah, I was a range boy at Rush Creek. Range boy. Range boy. You know how many mills came up to me and were like, I want you, range boy. And I was like, back off, lady. Zero. Yeah, you're right. That's so funny that I knew that was the correct answer when I said it. Well, it was obviously a joke as I was saying it. I know. And it was perfect. Yeah. Perfectly executed. Good comedic timing. Yeah. Great comedic timing. Great. I don't know why I do that. Well, I was expecting it. You say good and I say great in like a conversation. Like you're like great or good comedic timing and I say great comedic timing. That's just a give and take. Yeah. It's like you say it's good. No, it's great. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's kind of a little jab. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. Dude, it's just the way you talk. It's just a little, you know, (laughs) a little poke. Yeah. (laughs) Don't poke the bear too hard. Sometimes you poke the bear a little too hard and the bear... You know, the bear comes out. The bear comes out. Brrr. Bear scratches. Bear claws. How long have we been going? Hour 30. Really? Not it's... even done with this third beer. Are you done? I am. Can I have a little nip of yeah, the whiskey? Yeah, have as much as you want. Take uh, the whole thing. I'm like, I just started. I've had like one sip of this beer. I'm so burning hot, ladies and gentlemen, so don't don't be concerned. Don't judge him. My brakes went out today, actually. You had three beers. Yeah, you were saying that. Brakes went out. You're going to bring it a, that car into the uh, shop tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. There's not a whole lot in there anyways. It, it looks like, like a, so much more in the no, bottle. Didn't. I knew there was like one left. That's why I brought it down. Because I, I also knew that you were going to finish before me and that you would enjoy that. I love whiskey. I... Like I tried to drink, uh, I sent you guys a picture of you drinking whiskey with the, on the I had like two sips of that and then I dumped it out because I just, I don't enjoy drinking after like a tough day. Like I had a tough day and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll try having a drink. I just like couldn't sucker it down. I was like, ah, this is tough. I was like, uh, you know, after I tried it or after I had a little sip. Sure. I just don't enjoy it. Like, it's just, it burns when it goes down. Like, if I've had a couple of beers I'll have, and I have a glass of whiskey, it's okay. But, like... Honestly, the way to do it, though, is not, like, 
it's not like drinking beer. It's like you literally just like get it on your tongue and you then, just muscle it down. No, it's like, it's just like you don't like take a mouthful. Hmm. You, you just like you sip it. Like it's like, a, like it's like you like wet your tongue with it. It's not even like, hmm. okay. So am I like drinking it wrong? You're saying? No, but like I, I know what you mean. Like if you take too big a sip, then it does like, ugh. Like it's like, ugh. But you, right. you, you, yeah, it you burns get a little bit as it goes down. Yeah, that's that's not the way to do it. And I watch Yellowstone, and they drink whiskey like it's nothing. Well, they're drinking iced tea. <laughs> oh, I know. That's exactly what they're doing. Kevin Costner. He's a he's a pretty good actor. Feel the so. dreams. John Dutton. You John. obviously love the Feel the Dreams, right? Um, honestly, I, have you ever seen the movie? Shouldn't even, I shouldn't even say this as a baseball player, because this will be—I'll I'll get roasted by the baseball community. So you got to say for it now. saying this. I've never seen Feel the Dreams from start to finish. It's a pretty good movie. Feel free to honestly roast me for that. I, I accept it. Because I know that I should have seen that movie, but just haven't. It's pretty good. My dad loved it. I think we were talking about this the last time when me What's and Max. What's your favorite baseball movie? The Natural. The Natural. Is that with uh, Justin Timberlake? No. 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 It's with Robert Redford. You've never seen The Natural? I don't know. Am I going to just get demolished by the baseball community after this? Maybe. I don't know. My Again, this is a movie my dad loved. When when Netflix was still just a DVD like mail company, like you had three DVDs delivered in the mail, and if you wanted more, you had to mail them back. Mm-hmm. We had the natural forever. And it's this, the actor is Robert Redford. You would probably recognize him if you saw him. But I think it was made in the 70s. And... Basically, the story is um, this kid grows up in small town Iowa or rural America somewhere. Um, and he, his dad dies under a tree. The tree struck by lightning. <laughs> You're going to tell us the whole story? No. No, this is, this is all within the first five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. His dad dies under a tree. The, um, the tree is struck by lightning. Mm. And... It, um, the tree that his dad dies under and then he crafts a baseball bat out of that tree and he just hits dingers with it i've seen that yeah, yeah. i've seen that one robert redford he's the blonde guy yeah banged he wears the bangs yeah where's the baseball hat with the bangs showing yeah no baseball player wears their hat like that come on you pull the hair back well this was also in the 70s there's no good baseball players that have bangs showing <laughs> dude uh show me a baseball player with bangs showing please i mean there's I, probably one out there i mean if we go back to the 50s 60s and 70s you know the style was different so style was different can't argue that yeah my mouth is getting dry after these three and a half beers uh, IPAs. This is 9.4% alcohol. That's not that much. 
Isn't whiskey like 60% or 40%? Whiskey tends to be 40, unless you get it like a... Is it 60? What's the... It's 60% like... uh, Or it's 92 proof, 46%. Yeah, so you just... So it's by the proof. What's the proof? It's just double the percentage. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what that measurement is. I think it's just bullshit. It, it, well, it's probably something that they, an outdated measurement that they use. It's got the batch number, batch number 124. That's kind of awesome. That's good whiskey, dude. Is it? Yeah. I don't know who gave this to me. Redemption. It's very dry. Whoever gave me the redemption, thank you if you're listening. I think it might have been my uncle, Dave. So, Dave, if you're listening, thank you. But if it wasn't you, then fuck you. <laughs> Jeez. Shouts at Dave. Dave will know. That's a joke. Dave's got a great sense of humor. Um, Hopefully Dave comes on this podcast at some point. What does he do? He sells things. He put me in contact with this public adjuster that's helping me with my insurance claim up at the cabin. Yeah. And this public adjuster is a genius. Just very, knows the front and back of insurance and kind of acts like, so you know how there's insurance adjusters, yeah. adjusters yeah. who assess the damage? Yeah. He fights against the insurance adjuster's claim. Mm-hmm. So insurance adjuster will come in and say, oh, you know, that's only 20 bucks to repair. The couch is 20 bucks. The table's 40 bucks. And then the public adjuster comes and says, no, the couch is $300 and that table is $400 or whatever. You know, he fights to get you more money from insurance. Yeah. Um, And he put me in contact with this guy. So this guy's helping me out with my insurance claim Mm -hmm. on my cabin. Um, And where was I going with that? Was I going anywhere with that or was I just explaining? Your Uncle Uncle Dave Dave introduced you to Introduced me to this guy. Yeah. Um, Dude, so... I, um, dude. So, I, <laughs> I obviously um, dude, co- new subject, bro. <laughs> well, hey, I, can we stop talking about your uncle, bro? Well, I was what, what I was gonna say is insurance might be the most boring subject on the face of the earth because it's actually just, no, incorrect. Insurance is the a very good subject to know. Well, it's because good to if you know, but it's boring as shit, dude. Not I, really. Actually, not really. I had my insurance license for a while. Insurance is when I was studying for that exam. Very interesting to learn about. I, dude, when I was studying for it, I'm totally the opposite. When I was studying for it, I was just like, oh my god, like, dude, if you're in, kill me. If you're in type A coverage, meaning or option one coverage, meaning you told your insurance agent to give you the whatever they recommend. Yeah, you have to relook at your policy i'm telling you the policies that you're getting recommended are not the correct policies to be in yeah you're not going to get the correct amount of money there you're signing the wrong policy and you're just giving someone money to think that you're covered but you're not right it's looking like we might only get we might only get 35 grand to redo the Shut entire the up. entire basement, it already cost fifteen grand to mitigate and restore, or not restore, but mitigate. So, so get all clean the mold up. out of there, clean up, gut it. Yeah, basically, it's going to cost another fifteen to put a new boiler in, which is 
30,000 out of the 35,000 that it's looking like I'm going to get. So I'm going to get 5,000 to refurbish refurbish and redo the entire. So what happened? Did like pipes burst? Yeah. The pipes burst in like five different spots. Damn. Did you have that place inspected before you bought it? Yeah, of course. Things came up. It's old. Yeah. I mean, it's not that old. It's 80s. Um, but the boiler was old. The boiler was due. Did did um, like your heater stop working? Or the boiler. The, the boiler the, failed. The boiler failed. Boiler failed. And is that what like heats? Like yes. heat? okay. So the water goes into the boiler. Sure, yeah. yeah. Boils the water, sends it down pipes. Yeah, that which heats. It, it, heats like the electrical floorboards. Yeah. So the or not the electrical floorboards, but the floorboards that have like metal yeah. in them, right? That heat up and radiate heat throughout the house. Yeah, it's just a big radiator. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about because I don't with boilers, but um, that failed. And then the water, it basically, it bursted the water. I think it was, the plumber said it was coming in. The water was coming in through the water filter, got stuck in the water filter, and basically blew up the water filter. And that was due to the boiler. I don't, I don't exactly know. Well, this so, is French to me, but um, well, that's that's why I said I I think insurance is so boring because like you have to know what's covered. Not, it's I, like I'm facts. not getting like covered f- for this. Like I should get this entire thing. I shouldn't have to pay anything about my deductible. You you definitely and I'm only going to get thirty five. And it is commercial insurance. Yeah. Which I have to have because we rent it out and at time. We we have rented it out. We don't rent it. We haven't rented it enough, right? To get like rental reimbursement. Yeah, because we haven't rented it in these months, right? So they want the months that you've rented it. Sure. So I have rental reimbursement, but the last year we didn't rent it because it's you don't want to really rent your personal property, right? Because it's just you know. It's yours. Yeah, you don't want people going on vacation at your, at your, you know, place your, of peace. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Like that you, cabin your parents was so have nice. never VRBO'd their place or Airbnb that they no, never would. They never would. Never that's, would. That's like, dude, that place is sacred. That's like their holy ground, dude. That place better not ever leave your family. It's not going to. Yeah. I want to be. You want to. You want to know some great piece of property. Every piece of property that goes up for sale on that lake should be purchased immediately, dude. I what I want to do. This is way ahead in the future, but I want to plant like a big oak tree. That's by the lake. My daddy owns my the daddy lake. Owns the lake. <laughs> the duck may swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. <laughs> but uh, I want to plant a big oak tree out in front of the garage. Why is that? And then have my ashes put underneath the oak tree. Why an oak tree? Um, do you want hardwood? <laughs> that dense, heavy wood. No. <laughs> Um, so we call that place, my, my dad and my mom call that place Valhalla, right? And, uh, in Norse mythology, basically old Swedish Norwegian Mm -hmm. myth, um, the oak tree was, uh, like a, basically 
it was Odin's tree, like the all father, basically their version of, you know, Zeus or whatever. The oak tree was that. So it's just like, you know, they call it Valhalla, you know, plant a big oak tree, put my ashes there under the tree. I'm part of the tree. You live forever. No, just I'm feeding new life. Right. Yeah. So now you're going to be a tree. Yeah. In your next life, you're evolving to a tree. That's what you're, that's what you're choosing. Or maybe just have them throw my ashes in the lake. Swim for the rest of your life. I don't want to be buried. <laughs> Swim I, for the afterlife. I don't know what I want to do when I die, to be honest. I don't want to be buried. I want to be left alone. I want wherever That's I That's why die, I don't want to be buried. I just want to just die there. I want to die in a bed and I want to stay there. I want you to lock me up in like a... A metal plate. <laughs> I don't get eaten. I just lay there for the remainder of time. Forever. I don't know. Or I want to be cremated. That's what I'm saying. Cremated, throw my ashes. Mm. Dude, who knows what happens when you die? Are we getting that deep? Sure. Um, Are you scared to get that deep? No. It's not that deep. What do you mean? We're just. I'm mean, just asking you what happens when we, we die. Like, at the end of the day, yes, I believe in a higher power, like a God or God or Jesus Christ. Um, But, I mean, none of us are, like, there's no for sure. There's no guarantee. There's no, like, is there? No. Unless you've seen him and talked to him. No. But I don't think anybody actually has. And if they have, I just think they're delusional. Because I don't think I don't think probably a touchy thing to say, but yeah, I don't I don't think that um, like the divine would appear to us in this realm. Because if they did, then it's the divine would appear to us in this realm. So the eternal beings, like they're gonna, it's separate. We're here. We're on the ground. Right. And yeah. these, these, if, if they exist, these beings are out there, but they're, no, they're not, they're or not a, with a God us. or an angel. Yeah. yeah right. right. They're not with us. Right. And if they were, they wouldn't make themselves known. Because what's the advantage of that? Of being known. The, being known well no advantage well if you're divine then you're all for being good right and if you're trying to be good then you can't appear powerful and assert that over others Hmm. so if you are one of them get that from it well if you think about it like what are like if you're god you're omnipotent all-powerful, omnipresent, always here. And then there's another one. I can't remember it right now. Uh, but it was something that we learned in philosophy 101. And I was thinking about it, and it's like, you know, if you're all-powerful, but you're all good at the same time, you can't use that power to influence others. Because then you're not good. Right. So if you are God and you're amongst us, we will never know. 
Right. Because it do, what he wants isn't like, like yes men, right? He doesn't want yes men. He wants you to do the right thing because it is the right thing. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you are, if you're only doing the right thing to please this powerful entity, mm-hmm. then it's not, you're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. Like if you're only doing good to go to heaven, you're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. You're, you gotta be doing good because it enriches your life. It enriches the life around you. Right. So if God good because for goodness you should for goodness sake. Right. Yeah. Do good for goodness sake. Yeah. I mean, I I've heard my grandma say that a million times and it took me a long time to like understand it, but grandma smart. Shout out grandma. Well, I mean, she's been here for 80 years. I hope she's, you gotta be dialed in after 80 years. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious hilarious so you know how we went to the rolling stones concert me my dad my brother uh a year or two ago dude those guys are 80 years old and they're playing rock and roll still badass that's rock and roll (laughs) dude mick jagger's up there is like still dancing trying to be like sexy (laughs) he's like 80 years old he's probably still he's probably still making it work dude he just had a kid with like a 30 year old model I don't think our shit stops working like ever. Like, it just males, takes maintenance. Like as males, like I think our we can continue to produce as long as you can bust nut. You can well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, as we long don't. As you can continue to be pleasured or whatever, right? Yeah, it keeps working. Keeps working unless you lose all feeling from your waist down. Then it doesn't work. I'm sure. Squats. Everybody do squats. <laughs> yeah. Stay um, mobile, stay healthy. Health is health is wealth. I've been actually health is wealth though, for real. That's a factual statement. Look good, feel good, play good, dude. You look good. When you came in today, did you get a haircut or something? You ask me this every time. No. Well, your hair looks nice. You're well, getting better with your hair. Well, I think your, I, hair, your hair is best when it's like you don't notice it. You know. Well, it's just like. It's I, natural. Dude, I get a haircut once a year. What? Maybe. No way. Yeah. I haven't got a haircut in six months. Huh. What do you do? Would you just blow dry it or what do you do? I don't blow dry it at all. I probably wash it twice a week. You only wash your hair twice a week? You should probably wash your hair a little bit more than that, shouldn't you? I just, I wash well, I guess it once. you're not a... putting on a hockey helmet. Yeah, I just... I wash you wash your pits feel... every day, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wash pits. What do you use? You use the... Well, honestly, I shower at Lifetime a lot. Oh, so you just use the house soap? Yeah. House soap don't stick too well. Well, I'm... I'll tell you that. I know because if I go to Lifetime before work, after work, I usually stink. Even if I put on deodorant. Especially with that bullshit deodorant that they have at Lifetime. That shit sucks. I don't use that. I don't use that deodorant. I bring my own deodorant. Smart. But do you... I don't know. 
it's kind of a weird question, I guess, but you're a dude. I'm a dude. You sh- Do you shave, like, your pits or anything? I have to, dude. You know that I'm a hairy motherfucker. I shave my pits. Dude, dude if I... it's inconvenient to put a bunch of deodorant on a very, like, a long-haired dude, armpit. I mean, you know how hairy I am. If I didn't shave my pits, it would be, like, I'd be sitting here Braiding and it, it. Would, it would be, like, be it would be puffing out, like, yeah. right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross i, I wish well, i wasn't don't so, say that i mean you're, it is hey you're a bachelor you're, you know you're a single guy looking for love yeah but i mean i i mean it's the truth though if i didn't shave like my body hair it would be gross hopefully someone helps you with that uh, you know shaves your body hair for you you know it's funny the bestiality it's kind of like austin powers you, <laughs> dude austin powers was like you know who they were making fun of? You know who Sean Connery is? Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know the, I know his voice. He played James Bond, and he's uh-huh. got the hairiest chest ever. And so Austin That's... Powers is making fun of James Bond. Uh... And so he's, he, they just have him with just like a That's mane funny. on his chest. Austin Powers is hilarious. I used to do an Austin Powers impression. My mom thought it was funny. Can you do it for me now? I don't remember it. Um, it was like, shall we shag now or shag later? (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed. (laughs) Dude, what, uh, what time do bars close at nowadays? In Minnesota? Two. It's two? Yeah. It's not one? Well, I mean, it's up to every bar, but I think the latest bar... What was that bar we went to the the other weekend, The Loop? We went to it twice. I hate going there. Not really our scene, but it was nice to see some of the people that we saw when we were there. You saw saw Luke Kaiser. Oh, yeah. But... Oh, yeah. That was in the... first one. We went to The Loop in the North Loop, and then we went to The Loop in the West End. (laughs) I know. We went twice. Yeah kept going loop to loop i was like dude i thought we got i thought we got out of the first place we escaped it's like the then hotel we california back. why'd we go back well you and i as soon as we went to the second one you were like How'd dude we get from the first one to the second one because how and how we and nick love that bar did they uber did we uber yes we ubered yeah i don't remember that uber ride it wasn't that long it was only like five minutes i feel like i didn't drink a crazy amount that night, but I don't remember that Uber ride. Well, dude, I did. Nick Nick topped one of my beers, and I slammed it. Yeah, with the bubbles. Yeah, yeah, with the bubbles, and um, yeah, maybe that was right before we got in the Uber or something. That was just a little blurry, but I remember the whole time being at the second loop because I was talking to the that guy that I ran into, Sam Crick. Yeah, shout out Sam Crick. Yeah, you guys were talking forever. Baseball guy. Fellow baseball guy. Grew up playing against him my entire life. And then he went and played at uh, South Dakota State. And I went, obviously, to Mankato. So we were talking about college baseball and, uh, I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah, I mean, I was there for most of it. When you talk to someone who knows baseball, you can talk for hours. Yeah. I mean... Nick and Howie would just like went out and did their thing. And then you and I were just sitting there talking to, uh, what was his name? Sam. Sam. Yeah. Uh, he, when we got there, yeah, you and I were you like, you were hanging with me. I appreciate that. 
Well, I, was, I, was I, don't really, I don't really like those bars. That's not my scene. Why did we go there? It's because oh, we were with Nick yeah. and Howie, and they love that place. I don't know if they love it. That's dude. They fair to say, but I guess I don't know. I've only been there with them once, and I'll never go back ever. Well, dude, no as, soon, as soon as we walked in, you were like, "Yanni, let's just go over to Rojo and have what? a beer, and then Uber home." And I was like, "Yeah," but then you ran into your buddy, and then and then we talked, and then we just sat there, and we had Did beers we? there, and then oh, just yeah. sat, we, sat there and how talked. We bought beers, and I think I had a tequila shot there too. We were kind of drinking that night. We were getting into it. I didn't have a tequila shot there, dude. I w- I had had a tequila shot at that uh, at Glicks when we were at Glicks, mm. dude. That band sucked at Glicks. I was disappointed they, in that. Well, they were actually pretty good, but again, there's this there's this thing in rock and roll where it's like turn it up, and it's like it's like, the drums too loud. The Don't drums, the, the, the drums, drums were too loud. T- the drums were too loud, and uh, they didn't have. The lead guitar player had his amp EQ'd right, but his uh, amp cued right. What do you mean? EQ'd, equalized, mm. so there wasn't too much treble. Like there's a lot of times when you turn an amp up way too loud, like the treble, like the highs are like piercing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you. You got to like ride the line because like you do want it to be. To get those tube amps to sound good, you got to turn them up, but it's like a double-edged sword. If you turn it up too loud and you're not in the right space, like it, it can get like shrill. Mm. Pierce it, your ear. Yeah, pierce your ears. And people come into Guitar Center and do that. Like, cause they, the, uh, like, cause rock, the tr- cause just, it, like for some reason. You might go deaf working there. No. Cause if someone's being too loud, I'd literally just go chill in the acoustic room. What do you say to people who say that, like, why are you working at Guitar Center? Because like, I cause like you, it. Because you're a lot, obviously, like, you're a lot smarter than. It takes not, smarts. Not saying that it doesn't take smarts to do what you do, because everything does. Mm-hmm. And you can succeed in anything. But the ceiling isn't as high at a Guitar Center, and you're a very intelligent person. So what do you say to people who say, why are you capping yourself? Um, well, it's because I did, I have a degree in personal finance, right? And so I wanted to, I pursued that for a long time or a long time probably about four or five years and I was just miserable. I didn't like it. Miserable for what reason? What was the moral compass that stopped you from doing that? Something stopped you. I mean, obviously. Well, so it's like, if you have a financial advisor, you have to make sure that you really trust them. And it's not that the people that I was working for weren't trustworthy and it's not that um, financial advising as a business isn't a fruitful venture. There's a lot of money to be had. And I just, me personally, 
I look at the state of the world and the it's all based on financial markets, right? And when you're a financial advisor, what you're doing is basically controlling people's retirement accounts. That's the biggest thing that the biggest assets that you always hold, unless you have a mega rich client, right? But what you're doing for the majority of your business is managing people's retirement accounts. And IRA, IRAs, 401k. Well, half of my job when I was working in finance was to roll people's 401ks into our IRAs. And it gave me anxiety. It scared you. It, 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 it scared Balancing those. Well, it, I'm not, I sheets. wasn't the one making those decisions about the trades. Like we were paying other people. To, did the, did the to, numbers do, to do the analysis out? and be did like, the, hey, these are the good funds that we should be in. The zeros? You didn't get scared away by the zeros? No. No? No. It was it was that, hey, I didn't like it. Didn't like it? it. I, Fair. I'm... I'm smart, but I do like to kind of have my feet on solid ground. So what you're selling when you're selling financial products is you're selling like insurance, like we were just talking about. Something that's not tangible. It's You can't touch it. You can't reach out and touch it. It's all convincing that you can touch yeah. it. Yeah. One day this might be worth something. Right. But it's your job to hold that money as long as possible. Because the longer and make that it, you and can make hold it. that money, the more that money's going to grow. Right. But, and then, but it's your, also your job to make sure that the money is... Um, it's your job to die with the most money. It's your job... You want as, people to die with a lot of money. Right. To pass on to their kids, to ensure, to donate to charity, all that stuff. To get financial if you die with four million dollars your financial advisor would for sure get a cut of that right or is that not true basically how most financial advisors work is they it's on a so let's say just for simple math sake you have a thousand dollars invested with a financial advisor they take a one percent fee of those assets per year so to make it worth it you got to make 1.2 percent per year Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's a thousand dollars account that you have with me, I'm taking $10 a year to manage it. Mm -hmm. And to make that worthwhile for you, I got to produce a return of say seven or 8%. Well, then you're getting a 6% return. Right. right? Um, that's how most financial advisors work. There's other, like funds where people only take profit, but they're also in investing speculatively and trying to get uh, profits beyond seven or eight percent. And I just I look at our which is very doable to get profits beyond seven or eight percent. Yes, seven or not 8%. consistently. If someone is getting consistently beyond seven or eight percent profit. Like even in downturn markets, like which was the whole Bernie Madoff situation, like I probably like try and find someone who's consistent, not above like 
if someone is give, getting you 6% to 7% return per year, like stick with that guy. The guy that's doing 20% per year, he's either going to lose a lot one year. Yeah. You got to get out at the right time. Right. Because most of those guys that are producing those kind of returns are, they're, they're speculating. Right. They're going off gut. They're going off gut. And that's not how you want to invest it. But, but that's what, but, I mean, that's what hedge funds, they also, they make their money. Right? right. Day trading, hitting the market quick. Right. But they also have losses and you have to accept that. And if you, of and course, it, losses are good. Well, losses offset the wins. The well, more money that transacts through your entity or whatever you have, the better. Right? Well, then there, where I didn't feel comfortable, like if there's more money being transacted through me and I'm not being consistent, I don't feel comfortable with that. What do you mean? So you just said that if, like, if there's more money or more transactions happening between... I'm just saying the more transactions that flow through a business. Right. And if we're talking about people's like retirement accounts and stuff like that. So say millions of dollars, you know, anywhere from one to 25 million, maybe even accounts that were higher than that. But usually you retire, the average person retires with what, four or 5 million. That's, I mean, right now that's, that's, that's a lot. A lot of people retire with less. Really? Yeah. And I just didn't, I, I just didn't feel comfortable in that business, dude. I never really liked it. To be completely honest, the reason I got that degree was because it was the easiest way out of college in four years for what my um, credits credits lined up to be. Oh, man. Yeah. Didn't you take like 18 or credits your last year or something? I did. Or your last semester you did like I did 20, 21 credits? I did 21 my first semester senior year and then 18 my my second semester senior year jeez you're the credit king yeah i took 18 one semester it was quite a bit but when you get did you have any online classes online classes were a joke in college i had one the guy it's, it's a joke dude the guy showed up for lecture the first week and he was like hey like we can come to this every week if you guys want i'm willing to do that but uh, who just wants this to be Zoom lectures and stuff? And like, I think everybody rose their hand. It was like Zoom lectures. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom lectures for sure. That was the only online class I ever had. Hmm. What do you think about the clean shave? La last thing, and then I'm gonna shut this thing down. On you, or just in general? Both. You look good no matter what, Mitch. <laughs> uh, I got some zits down here. I mean, you know what? What do you think? I, well, I always clean shave. So, like, my beard right now. Feels good to clean shave, doesn't it? Dude, well, so right now. Uh, you keep twisting your beard. Every time, that's when I know it's time to shave. Because the reason I'm twisting my mustache is because the hairs, like, Touching your lip. They're touching my lip, it's and so I got to twist them up and, like, comb them off to the side. Yeah. And then this is how I always do it. I let my beard get to this point, and then I shave it all off. Yeah. And then let it go again, and then just maintain my neck beard. Yeah, the neck beard grows 
if there was no such thing as a neck beard and your beard would just grow from like natural from where where like where it's supposed to grow yeah it'd be nice but i don't like the i don't know i've been shying away from the beard because i don't like the unnatural shave what do you mean like i don't like shaping my beard or having to shape it like getting the hairs up here and getting the neck beard and oh that that's pretty easy you just get a straight razor i know it's easy i'm just saying i just don't necessarily like doing it i don't know why i actually find shaving pleasing i don't know why you got hair all over the sink i remember i shared a sink with you for a little bit it was the hairiest (laughs) sink i've ever shared with anybody well i grow beard fast dude you do (laughs) You definitely have hair. Have you ever read this book, by the way? That's sitting here. Right no, here. I haven't. I was reading when you were putting Nick Lula down. Nick sent me this. Nick sent me this. Nick Jones? Yeah. Illusions. The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. It looks like a super easy read. Well, I mean, Nick read it, so. So it's doable. <laughs> How many pages is it? Like 130? Uh, something like that. Dude, I can knock. Nick's smart, though. He knows he can get his information quick. Dude, I could knock this book out in a plane ride. Probably. I actually bet that's how he read it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is actually how. He was, like, on his way to Florida. Should I read um, a passage? We are game playing. Fun having creatures. We are the utters of the universe. We cannot die. We cannot hurt ourselves any more than illusions on the screen can hurt. But we can believe we're hurt in whatever agonizing detail we want. We can believe we're victims, killing and killing, shuddered around by good luck and bad luck. I don't think I could have picked a better quote <laughs> out of that book. That was crazy. I was going to say you should finish that and then just stop the podcast. Finish the quote and then oh, just, and just press. Yeah. I mean, and you can edit done. it that way too. And then I'll put a funny little song to end it. All right. Well, we're going to end it there. Signing off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hasta luego. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy, in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry you make it double, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be 
landlord say your rent is lit He may have to litigate Don't worry <laughs> Be happy Look at me, I'm happy Don't worry Be happy I give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash. Ain't got no style. Ain't got no gal to make you smile. But don't worry. Be happy. When you worry, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down. So don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Now there is this song I wrote. I hope you learned it note for note, like good little children. Don't worry, be happy. Listen to what I say. In your life, expect some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy.